This is Robert Brathe, and I'm here this morning with Sarah Trott from FunCycled, a custom furniture repurposing and building company here in Troy, New York. Good morning, Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit about you and uh, your husband and how you got started with your business. Yeah, so it was five years ago, just about right now, that uh, I had had two of my kids, and I was working part-time. I'd been in a company, an IT company, actually, for nine years, running a computer training company. And I had scaled back to part-time. And then I really just wanted to be with my kiddos more and work from home primarily. So we wanted to start a business. And we looked at different things. I have a background in art, and I love designing. And he loves carpentry. And that's how he made his way through college, doing carpentry. So we kind of meshed those two idea, ideas into a repurposing company. And that's how we launched it five years ago. Terrific. Uh, so I visited your website at funcycle.com and saw uh, you have a shop on there. So tell us a little bit about uh, some of the things that uh, are available on your website and how, uh, how you go through that process. Sure. So about five years ago when I started it, all I did was redo furniture and tell the story behind it. And then people would buy those furniture pieces. But then... Uh, People would see what we did and ask us to redo furniture they owned or custom build tables. So that kind of spread into it. And then shortly thereafter, uh, after my husband and I both went full time in doing this uh, venture, we were picked to be on an HGTV flea market flipped show and we won that show. So once we knew that we had won it, we opened a storefront in downtown Troy because we love Troy. We're, we've been Troy natives for 11 years. And uh, in the store we have home decor, but furniture as well. And then we do kitchen cabinet paintings and uh, painting. And I did uh, launch into interior design back in May. Great, yeah. I see things, you know, from uh, you know, you got a mahogany buffet to different dressers. What's been uh, one of the more interesting things that you've worked on uh, in terms of uh, one of the pieces you have? Yeah, so one time we had this old buffet that someone, it was her great-grandmother's, but it had been left outside for literally years, and it was falling apart. It should have just been burned, and we literally built it from scratch all the way back up into something, an heirloom again for her. And so that was probably one of the hardest transformations with literally half of it was rotted out of one side. The drawers were all broken apart. So it was something that really should have been destroyed that we kind of rescued and gave her back. Terrific. Uh, you mentioned uh, some work uh, for a training company, IT. Uh, how did that uh, work kind of prepare you in, in any way for uh, launching your own business? Yeah, so that's a really good question. I, I started there fresh out of high school. I was married at 19, so I was a youngin, and started as the secretary and just slowly worked my way up from secretary to sales manager to I took care of the invoicing and then the assistant manager of the company so the daily ins and outs of running a small business and a woman-owned business in, in the capital district taught me a lot I, I could do accounting I could do I knew how to work different softwares QuickBooks I knew how to manage staff so when I started fun cycled I never thought that it would get to the point that I would need those skill sets necessarily sure. but now looking back I see oh, that was an awesome preparation for entrepreneur um, endeavors any any kind of endeavor great uh, so many of the people we've been talking to on this podcast have had businesses in downtown Troy so what makes downtown Troy so appealing for you yeah, there's a few things. You know, when you're talking about a city, a lot of times cities pride themselves on who they are or what they've done in the past. And even though Troy has a rich history of uh, unique stories and uh, interesting interesting backgrounds and buildings, it's just really cool. What I love about Troy, though, is it's not really the what is 
happening. It's what are we doing next? Sure. So almost everybody you talk to, there's a lot of young people. Uh, I, I was just reading a poll. I believe that the majority of people downtown are in their, around their 30s. Um, so I felt at home in that sense. And also, I just love that we're all kind of pushing each other to what can this city be next and what can we do as a small business next and how can we help? And it's, it's community-minded. Mm-hmm. It's always the joke when I'm taking friends downtown to show them the city for the first time. They're always like, you are literally the mayor of Troy. Everyone knows you. <laughs> and I said, no, it's just Troy. People know each other. You know, it's not just me. If I go with another friend who's used to being downtown a lot, um, they would say the same thing as well. Two phone ringing. <laughs> Think about doing live. Very good. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, we're here at the Troy Innovation Garage uh, with Sarah from FunCycled. FunCycled.com is where you can find her business. And I'm your host, Robert Brathe. Uh, so, uh, like uh, any good business, whether it's a service or a product, uh, you also offer some services. So, talk a little bit about your interior design work. Right. So, <clears throat> when we launched, it was originally just furniture. But the more I honed in on styles that I liked and designs that I liked, and people kept asking me, can you design our home? Can you design our home? And I kept saying, no, 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 I, I don't do that yet. And finally, I said, this is, this is crazy. I love doing it. I, I have my, my home was just featured uh, in a local magazine for design. And I actually, I lo- I actually, I'm so passionate about doing design. So we launched into that in May, and I've been swamped. I really didn't think that it would take off as, as quickly as it did, but... I launched it right before the kids were out of school, and I said, why did I do that? Like, I'm so busy this summer. I thought a couple people might call here and there, but it's been so much fun designing spaces for people and also having that go hand-in-hand with furniture designs because I don't just I feel like I don't just paint furniture. I care about the design of each piece that I do. Mm-hmm. So being able to set it in an environment that also complements the piece, to me, is a, it's an absolute win-win situation. Terrific. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, maybe some challenges you've had to face over the years with your business that have helped uh, helped you grow as a as an entrepreneur and uh, and really help make Fun Cycle what it is today. Sure, so I'd say there's probably three major things that I've had to grow through, which I'm thankful for in the end. But going through it is hard for sure. Um, number one is financial. You have to learn how to not be stressed by finances, right? So in the first four months, I started in January and April. I quit my job. That's risky, yeah. right? And then a year and a half later, July of, of the next year, my husband quit his job. So now all of our income is sourced by the fact that hopefully people want our furniture, right? So that was scary and stressful. But um, at the same time, I kind of felt like to be successful in an entrepreneur endeavor, you have to be all in or all out. You know, sure. um, For me, I don't dabble well. I like to either do it or not do it. And so when we jumped in, it, you have to make it successful or you don't do it and that's kind of was our mindset we either want to do it right or we go back to part or full-time jobs and we you know just do this as a creative uh, vibe actually when my when we were trying to decide if my husband should come on with us I said hun I am so swamped I can't keep up I'm working every night when the kids are in bed from eight to midnight Mm -hmm. and I'm working every nap time and I just I can't I can't keep it up and I said so either I need to scale back and just make it about the blog again or we need to go all in and you join me and I was saying we should do the blog again (laughs) and he goes great we're all in I'll join you and I was like oh wrong choice wrong choice but it was perfect it was what we needed and 
it really has made us successful, I believe. Um, The second is working with your spouse Mm -hmm. is extremely difficult. If you look at the divorce rate in entrepreneurs, (laughs) it's pretty high. Um, So that has been, when I talk to people about being an entrepreneur, I always say, you know, be prepared that it is really difficult. And it's been five years long, but now we honestly have come to five years strong. I really feel like it's been, the last year was really great, our work, um, working together is so much better now. We've learned each other. You have to depersonalize uh, what you make. Mm-hmm. That's another part too. When, you, when you're designing something, it's like you're having a baby. It's like your little baby. Sure. And then you have to divorce it and sell it. You know, <laughs> you can't keep it personalized because you're like, but wait, I put so much into me and you know, into that. And now you want to talk me down on price that's so offensive. Mm-hmm. So trying to be creative, but also business minded. It's working with two different sides of the brain, you know. So I think that's another tricky part of, of being an entrepreneur that has taken time to learn and grow in. Great. Uh, one of the questions I'd like to ask our guests is, uh, what do you think uh, Troy could use in terms of, uh, you know, we've heard things like a you know, store downtown for groceries, uh, different coffee shops, but what would you like to see come next to downtown Troy? I would like to see a parking garage where anyone could park for free as long as they buy something from a store. Hmm. Okay. So it I've read a lot about different cities being successful in that, mm-hmm. where we don't have an easy parking garage. And even though there's on-street parking, a lot of customers are afraid of that. They just they don't want to parallel park. They don't they don't want to look for a pay-to-park ticket. So I would love one day if we had that in the city. I think it would be a huge huge help. Yeah, with that new casino that just opened up, they're already seeing that same thing. I think there's you can fit eight thousand people, but there's eighteen hundred spots. So See? it's 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 parking in any city is always a bit of a challenge. Uh, so you mentioned before we uh, went on today uh, about the Rachel Ray show. How did that come about? <laughs> so when I turned 30, I did 30 random acts of kindness on my 30th birthday. And I blogged about every step of, along the way. And I almost didn't post it. I actually talked to my family and I was like, I don't want to seem like, wow, look how amazing. Look mm-hmm. what I'm doing. You know, it just seemed haughty and against what I was trying to do and, to begin with. And my parents were like, well, if it inspires one person, it's worth sharing. So you should you should share it. So I did, and then the Rachel Ray show, a few months after that, called me and said, we'd like to interview you. And I wasn't sure, was it for the, sh- was it for furniture? Was it, I don't, I wasn't exactly sure. So I, but of course I said yes. So I go down and meet the producers. And it was actually that really funny story as we were sitting there, I was in a room full of probably 10 or 12 people. And we had just all found out it's the, that we're being interviewed for random acts of, or acts of kindness that people have done. And so I looked to the guy next to me and I said, so, you know, what have, what have you done that got you here? And he's like, well, I, I jumped into a, in front of a train and pulled a woman out and saved her life. And I was like, oh, gosh, I hope no one asks me <laughs> what I had done. And then I said to the next guy, what did you do? He's like, oh, I started a, a, a foundation that helps children who lost everything from Hurricane Sandy. And another guy, oh, a, I caught a girl jumping out of a, a flame-filled building. And I was like, please, no one ask, no one ask. And they said, you know, what did you do? So I was like, oh, it was nothing. I literally just did 30 random acts of kindness on my birthday. And one guy goes, don't feel bad. I wouldn't have done any of this if I wasn't totally um, drunk when I did it. And I was like, <laughs> guys, don't tell the producers that. And then everyone's like saying, you know, funny stories about why they did what they did. But it was an awesome opportunity. And when we went to the actual show, we found out everyone in the audience was a local hero, which I don't think what I did was heroic. But... Mm-hmm. It was a giveaway show, so they gave us tons of free things, and um, because of that, 
you know, as an entrepreneur, we were in our first couple of years of business. We were so broke. We used like almost everything they gave us as Christmas gifts that year. So it was an awesome blessing. Great. Sure. Again, we're here with Sarah Trott from Fun Cycle, located here in downtown Troy. Uh, you mentioned blogging. It's something I enjoy doing too. And, and what inspired you to start writing? I like the story behind something. I'm not much into selling something just to sell it. Mm -hmm. I really am passionate about, like I'd like to buy something that has nicks and dings and cool stories behind it or people I meet along the way. That's one of the most fun things about what I do. I love, like when we first started, we would be driving out in no man's land thinking we might be killed by someone on Craigslist. And then we get there and they tell us a story, how it was their great grandmother's piece and where it came from. And, and all of those stories kind of made my job. That's what I enjoyed. Terrific. What would you say has been uh, the most uh, difficult piece you've worked on uh, for your business? I know you, you've got a, a number of great products on your website, but what, what presented a unique challenge in terms of uh, maybe something uh, that was uh, took longer than you expected yeah. to work on? Well, that buffet that I was saying, that was probably our hardest project overall just because it really needed to be burned. But yeah. um, this, this year, we tried to do a metallic finish on a table, <clears throat> and we redid it. I, I don't even know how many times we could not get the finish to work and sometimes it just happens you don't know what was underneath the wood and maybe it was pre prepped in some way that we hadn't experienced before but five years in usually we're not surprised anymore sure. but it literally would not work we redid that thing over and over again and um, finally we changed the design a little bit but still kept some metallic in the finish and actually it was just featured in a design magazine um, so it was one of those it was worth the work but it definitely took us weeks and weeks and weeks to do fantastic what uh would you say uh we mentioned downtown troy uh and and some things you'd like to see here whether it's parking or, or new opportunities uh what do you think are some good draws to the area what do you think brings people here that uh you know that that may uh you know, some people might not, might not even realize, you know, we always think the track and the casino, but, but what are some things that you really like about the capital region? Oh, yeah, there's a lot. Um, specifically, Troy-related, I love our farmer's market in the summer. If you haven't experienced it, it's absolutely phenomenal. I think we're one of the best in the area. And people who come after I try to convince them to try it, they're like, oh, my word, what? it has a European feel. You're walking between all these old historic buildings with lots of little unique shops and um, the farmer's market itself is phenomenal and then our restaurants i think in troy specifically are awesome i mean we have so many different ethnic backgrounds and um everybody's very accommodating to food and diet like my daughter has celiac disease and we are very accustomed to troy so now when we go other places and i say do you have anything gluten-free they look at you like um I think whole wheat's gluten-free, right? And you're like, no, no, that's that's not it. So I get kind of spoiled in our, in our city. Um, in the Capital District, I love art and music. I mean, I'm a piano player and I love the theater, so I love Park Playhouse in the summer. That's one of my favorite things for free uh, for families to go and enjoy amazing performances. Um, and then obviously Saratoga, the track. I love horses and used to work at a horse farm, so I'm kind of partial to all things horse-related too, but... Uh, those are just some of my favorites. Great. Uh, so I got one more question for you, and then I'll give you a minute or two to tell us how to get in touch with you and where we can find your products. I'm married, uh, but what else? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, what would you say were some inspirations, uh, whether it's a, a book you read or a, um, a particular person or persons dead or alive that, that really kind of got you to, to think differently or, or inspired you in some way? Yeah, so... 
there's different layers of that throughout my business, but my brother Jesse actually is a huge inspiration to me. He started his own business in graphic design, web web building, and um, a lot of different IT backgrounds, which I don't even understand, but he always pushes and is thinking outside of the box and is kind and caring to people. And so in the initial stages of Fun Cycle, he was definitely the one that was going, you can do this, you've got this. Let's, he, start, he created my first website for me. He pushed me to be better, better, better. So he definitely was my catalyst to creative freedom, kind of, and to make me, make me allow myself to kind of try new things. Um, and then from there, I love Chip and Joanna Gaines and their story. We have a lot of similarities. I didn't even know who they were, though, when mm -hmm. we first started. I had a store, actually, years after we started, we had the storefront. And people kept going in and, and saying, you're just like Joanna Gaines. You're the Joanna Gaines of the Northeast. And I said, I literally don't even know who she is because I don't honestly watch much TV at all. Like, I haven't seen a TV show probably in four weeks. I just don't have time, which is fine. It's not a big deal to me. I actually don't really love it. But... Um, so I went online and checked out her designs, and I'm like, oh my word, that's such a huge compliment. And then I started reading her books and reading her designs, and we have a lot of similarities um, in our relationships with our spouses and just so many things. So she is an inspiration in that sense. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anybody else locally. My mom has kind of always had an entrepreneurial spirit too, owned her own businesses, and she's a jack of all trades for sure. So she always, she's actually my assistant now. She's on payroll, and she is such a huge help and an inspiration to me kind of every day too. Terrific. So uh, in addition to, uh, it's pretty cool, I see you got a feature here on your website called a, uh, a furniture wish list. Uh, tell the audience a little bit of how to get in touch with you, where to find your store, and some great ways to connect with you uh, on the web. Sure. If you go to funcycle.com, you'll see a contact us form where you can reach out and email me anytime, usually. Um, you can go that route or there's also a furniture wish list on there where you can say this is what I'm looking for but I can't find it and then if I come across it I let you know before I offer it to the general public uh, we also you could come into the store anytime to see finishes that we have and furniture and home decor we launched into essential oils and candles and home, home anything for the home <laughs> this year so that's been kind of nice too uh, and in addition to that if you go on our website I have Every week I blog about before and after so you can see transformations. I have an interior design page so you can see projects that we've done in the past and ones that we're going to be starting in the future too. Great. So again, we've spoken with uh, Sarah Tropp from funcycle.com. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me.